0: Hello, and welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. I hope you're doing well. I hope I hope this audio records well. Since moving to the MacBook, my usual software for recording my podcast isn't compatible with the MacBook. And then I came to record this podcast. I was like, um, how do I record it? And I've tried various different means. So we are now resorting to Zoom and recording it and extracting the audio. So I hope this works. I really hope it works. <laughs> Fingers crossed if it doesn't work. You won't be listening to this. And if it has worked, I'm bloody-tastic. But hope everyone is doing good. So today's topic has come from speaking to various people and specifically clients who are coming to me at their check-ins and one of the questions that I have in the check-ins is about you know things going on like managing you know have you got any social occasions anything coming up that I need to know about and a lot of them are panicking about just there's loads of social things going on and they're just a lot more social seeing family seeing friends a lot more and they're worried about it they're worried about the pressures of these occasions to just eat with everyone or you know, can they eat differently? All of these sort of anxieties that come around in social scenarios, situations and occasions. So in today's episode, I basically want to delve into managing social pressure, especially when you are dieting, when you have got that angel and devil on your shoulder where it's like, I want to obviously stick to my goals and stick within my deficit. But I also you know, have this social pressure and maybe I want to join in, maybe I don't. I don't know because there's all of these feelings and thoughts going on, which it can be really overwhelming. And I do think that people are finding it a lot more challenging to deal with this year opposed to other years because there is more going on. You know, if you think about it, the last few summers, we've not really had as much going on socially because of COVID. I know it did start to disappear last year, but even so, we were having restrictions and what have you, whereas now it's like you can just kind of do what you want. And we've not had the capacity and ability to do that. And it's the first summer in a you know good two years where we're just free to just socialize and We're more in the office more, we're around people a lot more. So these situations are cropping up more and more and more. And because we've not had to deal with them as such, now they're here, it's like, oh shit, now I actually have to to deal with it. So I want to help you out with that. I want to help reduce that anxiety, reduce the overwhelm and understand how you can manage social pressure when it comes to eating in, in these situations. Before I get into the main body of the podcast, whilst we are talking about dieting and fat loss, I have just released a brand new ebook all about fat loss and how you can sustain it for the long haul because that is something I'm super, super passionate about with clients. Clients who come to me with physique-based goals, who are dieting for a photo shoot or a holiday, that's a different story. But for the clients who come to me who want to get away from fad dieting, stop yo-yoing, just lose the weight, keep it off, and feel good for the long haul these are the methods that I've used with them. And I've just basically condensed everything that you need to know into a free ebook, which you can download. So if you do want a copy of that, and that sounds like something that will be of use to yourself, just go into the show notes, um, fill out the details, and that will land straight into your inbox. But enough about that, let's get into the main body and why you're here to talk about managing social pressure. Now, when it comes to social pressure, there are actually two types of pressure for you to be aware of, internal and external. Now, Most of the time, we think that social pressure is external. So external is when it comes from other people directly. So the people in your office, your family, your friends, your partner, maybe your coach or your trainer, you think that, you know, well what they're they're saying, sorry, is causing that pressure. So when people around you are saying things like, why are you eating that? You shouldn't be eating that. Your coach is telling you that you can't, you know, eat what you want. You've got to stick to your meal plan, even though, you know, you're at a wedding and you'd have to bring your own wear and that's just stupid, but <laughs> I'm not going to throw any shade in anyone, but I've heard things like that. When you're at a wedding and you're not drinking and people are asking why, why are you not drinking? So when people are basically actually saying things and expressing their thoughts and feelings upon yourself, that's external pressure. And we think most of the time that the pressure put on us in these situations is external. But a lot of the time it's not because a lot of the time people don't actually say anything to us. A lot of the time it's our perceived our perceptions of what they're thinking about us that causes the anxiety. So we perceive the judgment. We mind read. We think they must be thinking this about us or they're looking at me like this. They're wondering why I'm not joining in. They're judging me. Then They think I'm weird no one's actually said anything. We just make assumptions. And this comes from an internal pressure. So this is self-driven. And it's what you think, what you inter- what is going on in your head. So this is when you think, you know, perceive other people's judgment. When you do what you feel is right. And, you know, you've got the angel and the devil toying on you. Like, what should I do? What shouldn't I do? When you have these self-imposed limitations. Like, for example, you told yourself, I'm not going to eat off plan. And then you're in a situation where something off plan is made available to you. And you're just like, well, what the hell do I do? Because I've created this rule for myself that I'm not going to do it. And now I've got to do it. What do I do? And internal pressure is where most of the anxiety, the overwhelm, the the ups and the downs mentally do come from. So how do we get rid of that? Because when It happens externally. It's a lot easier to to deal with and manage, which I'll talk about in a bit. But most of the strategies that I'm going to talk to you about today are how you can manage that internal pressure a lot better and get yourself feeling confident with how to, to manage these situations. Because at the end of the day, social situations are not going to go away. We are social creatures. And yes, even though most of our life now just seems to be online and remote, We still do a lot of things in person. You know, we work around people in office environments. We see family, we see friends, we go places, we do things. So these events and situations are going to keep cropping up time and time and time again. And yes, you may not be dieting forever, but you may want to prioritize healthy eating and eating well and fitness forever. So you need to be confident in these situations for them not to be so anxiety provoking and, you know, cause you so much distress because if that is the case every single time it's not a way to live and ultimately it is just going to make the whole process really really freaking hard and unenjoyable and we don't want that to be the case. So how do you do it? How the hell do you manage social pressure? The first thing is you you have to be confident in your choices and if you can make the choice before the event. So if you've got a social scenario or situation coming up that you can preempt so an event like a wedding um, a family meal, something like that, you have to make a decision first as to what it is you're going to do and decide in that moment what is my priority going to be. If my priority is I want to be 100% on plan because I'm so committed to my goals right now and I just want to get this shit done, fine, but own that shit. Be prepared for maybe some comments. Be prepared to potentially have a bit of FOMO if everyone's having some cake and you're not but you have to own that decision. And when you own your decision, you can be confident in it. And when people do make comments, you can then go, this is why I'm doing it. You could make the decision that you're going to be flexible. So you're going to be like, right, I'm going to go to the event, I'm going to eat with them, but I'm going to make it work so I can have the best of both. I'm going to ensure that yes, I'm going to eat with my family, but I'm going to make sure that it's within my calories. Or are you going to go, do you know what, This is just causing me so much ag. I'm not in a rush to lose weight. You know, one week is not the end of the world. I'm just going to put my goals on hold for this week because I want to be in the moment with this event. And part of that is food. And part of that is drinking. And you know what? As a one-off, that's absolutely fine. I accept a slower week because I'm accepting and choosing to be in the moment so it's taking ownership of your choice and being confident in your choice and that will allow you to go into that event knowing exactly what you're going to do exactly how you're going to approach it and knowing what the outcome is going to be because if you take your own food and or you don't eat you know everything's just the same as it would be on a normal week if you do choose to eat and you you know that it's going to be higher calorie foods you're preempting and expecting and accepting potentially maintenance or a slight weight gain that week so that is the first thing to do. And if you can't necessarily preempt it, so let's just say, for example, sorry if you heard that siren go off. Then that was very loud. It was literally outside my window. I don't know how that even happened because I'm like on the third floor and you not know, weird. Further lost my train of thought now. Thanks, siren. Thanks, emergency services, for doing your job. How dare you? Um, yeah, so some situations you won't be able to preempt. So, like office scenarios where someone just sporadically brings in cake or you know, people are asking you why you're eating certain things in the office, that sort of thing. This comes from just always being aware of your why. So always being aware why you're on this journey. If you're just like, no, I just wanna lose a bit of weight. It's not powerful enough. When people ask you those questions, you'll just be like, oh, and you'll feel quite intimidated by it. Whereas if you know, I'm doing this for X, Y, Z. I'm doing this because I wanna feel the best version of myself. I'm sick of feeling this way. I wanna be there for my kids. I wanna be able to run around with them. I wanna have the energy again. I wanna have my spark back. Whatever that powerful why is, Own that because when you do get these comments, you'll be able to just shake them off and just be like, well, you know what, screw you. I'm doing this for me. I don't give a shit what you think. I could not care less. So be confident in your choice and own that shit. The next thing is just remember that in certain situations, you don't actually have to eat to be a part of it. You might think that you do, but you don't. So if you're at like a gathering, a family party and there's like food and drink, people don't care that if you eat or drink. They don't. People care that you're there having a best, you know, the best time and enjoying yourself and catching up with people. That's what you're there for. So eat before you go or just don't have anything, you know? It doesn't matter. It's about the event. In certain given situations, it is about the event. Being there with the people that matter, having fun, listening to the music if it's a music event. Do you know what I mean? Catching up with family if it's like a birthday celebration. That's what it's about. The food is just kind of like a byproduct of that. So No one really is going to notice if you don't have anything or if you have less than you normally would. Just be there, be present, be happy. Because if you're sat there miserable because you've told yourself you can't have anything and you're just like sat there, you know, staring at everyone else eating and drinking, well, obviously that's going to create a negative atmosphere. And if you know that you're going to be like that, then maybe in that situation, you accept maintenance and you just go and enjoy yourself with the food. But if you've said, you know what? No, I'm not going to have the food because... I just want to go and carry on with my goals, crack on business as normal. People will just be happy you're there. So be present in the moment. Don't think about what you're not having. Just be there, present, make some memories, have some laughs. And you won't, you know, you won't look back in like five years and think, oh, fuck, I wish I just had a pack of quavers at that party. You'll remember the laughs, the smiles, the pictures. So just remember that. Accepting some people just won't get it at first, okay? That's a big thing. So some people will be really, really, really accepting. Some people will be you know, absolutely fine with it. Um, some people won't say anything. They won't even notice. But you may get some comments. You know, it'd be really naive of me to say that no one gives a shit because some people will have something to say about it. Usually it says more about themselves than you. And that's especially in places like office environments where it's not someone who necessarily cares about you that much. You know, if they're going to make a comment oh, why would you eat that? I mean, you need a bit food. It's usually because they're just jealous of your discipline and your dedication upon working upon yourself. Because it's something that they can't do. So again, this is where being confident in your choices is great because you can literally just shake it off and just think, yeah, screw you. (laughs) You just wish you could do it and you can't. But when it's someone a bit closer to you, like family or close friends, and maybe they do make a comment, sometimes it's harmless. Sometimes they won't realize that it is upsetting you and you, you just have to tell them, look, I understand, you know, normally I do drink, but I don't want to right now. It's important that I don't. And if you express why it's important, they'll understand. And sometimes it takes a while for them to get their head around. I know when I first got into fitness and I was saying no to certain things at home, my family just didn't really understand that. But you always have this and come on, it's it's one bit, just it's fine. But they don't get it. But eventually when they start to see the results paying off and they start to see how much happier you are, your body changing, you being more confident, and that these decisions that you've been making are really starting to amount to something, they'll be so accepting. They'll probably ask you questions of it. And they might even start to mirror some of your behaviours. Don't be surprised if that's the case. So I always say, you know, people will always first ask why, but then they will ask you how. And it's so, 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 so goddamn true. But it's just accepting that sometimes people might have something to say. They might not get it. But again, this is where your inner confidence of your decisions is paramount. And like I said, just be confident in saying no be confident in saying no. And especially when it comes to things where it's like close to family and friends, it, it can feel like you're upsetting them or letting people down. But sometimes you have to be selfish to be selfless. You know, if saying no is the right thing for you, because the thought of saying yes, and then being over your calories and messing up all this hard work that you've put in is driving you insane. Well, then say no, because at the end of the day, a lot of the time you can say no to something but still be a part of the moment. So if it's a family birthday and you're all getting round and gathering round and someone offers you some cake and you've said no, you've only said no to the cake. You've still been there. You've still, you know, had the laughs, taken the pictures, played the party games and what have you. People might think about it for a second and you might think about it for a second while everyone else is sat there with cake and you're not. But as soon as the cake's gone, no one gives a shit. Everyone's forgotten. You know, if you're a a wedding or a party or a festival, because you've not drunk, it doesn't matter. because you've not had some of the food there, it doesn't matter. What matters is you were there having the best time. So just remember that saying no is not fucking up the entire thing. It doesn't make you disrespectful. You're looking after your own needs because sometimes we have to just put our own needs first. Because if you don't put your own needs first, you never will. You know, if you're always trying to impress other people and make other people happy, you're just going to make yourself worse and feel shit. And a lot of people who do struggle with health and fitness goals are people pleasers and always trying to put others first. Put your own goddamn needs first. You are the most important person in your life. You are the person who has to deal with yourself each and every day. So fucking look after yourself and put your needs first. And if you think that might be offending someone as a one-off, just be okay with that because you matter. Your thoughts, your mental well-being and your goals fucking matter because you matter. And the final thing I want to talk about with social pressure is to just sometimes know that you probably you might fuck up. Okay, it's okay to fuck up because pressure is hard to deal with. You know, pressure is a form of stress. Stress and arousal are very, very, very powerful and overwhelming emotions. They, you know, we have stress receptors all in our body. So when we are in a state of stress, it can affect literally every single part of our body. So if you're already in a heightened state of stress and then you have this stress thrown on, you might find that you don't deal with it in the right way. So let's say, for example, you've had a really, really fucking shit week. You know, life's just been the worst and everything's hell. And then you're like, right, I'm going to this social event and I'm going to stick to my calories. And then you have a few comments thrown at you and all this pressure. You just go, well, you know what? Fuck it. I've had a shit week. I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to have the food. I don't give a shit. And then afterwards, you're feeling bad about it. But you know what? You've learned from it. You're going to have it times where you things don't go to the plan. This choice that you've made of I am going to stick to my plan or I'm not doesn't happen. It happened to me the other week. I'm going to be completely open and honest. So mine was the other way around. I had a social gathering and I told myself, I'm going to just allow myself to enjoy some food there. I'm just going to enjoy bits and bobs because it's about being in the moment. And I feel like I need to do that because I haven't for a long time. And in the moment, because I had a lot of stress building up to the event, a lot of life things going on, when I was at the event, I didn't let go. I didn't allow myself just to be more relaxed with food because I was already in a heightened state of stress. And I then realized that when I'm going through extreme periods of stress, I like control and I like my and routine. And maybe that is not the time to be telling myself I'm going to be more flexible because it's not right. So it's understanding yourself in certain situations, understanding that Your initial plans and your intentions may not ride out, but it's okay. Just learn from it. Just grow from it because this is the thing about fitness. You're not going to get it right every time. Social situations, social occasions, anything and everything in fitness, to be honest with you, isn't going to go right first time. Because if it went right first time, it'd be so freaking boring because you'd just be smashing it every week. There'd be no struggles. You wouldn't even be able to ride the highs because there'd be no lows. You need to have lows. You need to have struggles in order to experience the highs and the wins and really get that buzz from them. So that's it really I I think that's everything I wanted to cover in terms of managing social pressure I hope this has been helpful I hope this has been useful as always if it has please let me know because I like to know that what I'm ranting and rambling about sat in my office talking to a computer screen is helpful and any topics that you would like me to cover especially anything maybe related to social occasions or things related to the summer months as we do have a few more weeks left let me know but for now I'm going to sign out I'm going to love you and leave you Enjoy your week, whatever you're doing. And if you do have any social events or scenarios this week, I hope this has really, really helped with your mindset, mentality and actions going into it. Have a fantastic day, guys. And I'll catch you on next week's episode.